Well, praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome once again, <clears throat> excuse me, to stay into his word, I-N-N-T-O, his word, hallelujah. We're so glad that you come back again to continue listening to Into His Word. We have a website, which is Stay Into His Word. Then we have Into His Word. But I like to tell people just to go ahead and search Google for Into His Word. I-N-N-T-O, His Word. And you'll get a list of options there. You can see where we're broadcasting, uh, where you can listen to us. So please take full advantage of that. We'd love to have you listen to us and and and, and your support by listening. Hallelujah. And we're trying to get some gear out there into his word gear. And it will probably just have. Not sure yet. <laughs> Praying about that. See what we can come up with. Uh, submit an email. If you have any ideas, send me an email and you can email me at my love, L-O-V-A-T, my love at gmail.com. That's M-Y-L-O-V-A-T, love at gmail.com, L-O-V-A-T at gmail.com that stands for that's an acronym for something and uh, that's why that email is the way that it is so again welcome to into his word and stay dot into his word we've been busy we've been doing a lot of things here had revival at church which was really great uh, we're doing a lot of things musically in the church uh just been busy and life has been happening that's for sure. the bible tells us that time and chance happens to everybody so right now i guess this is just my time our time for things to happen but the bible also tells us that many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord shall deliver them out of them all so we just have to keep the faith and go through it. Don't stay in it. Hallelujah. Because God will just take us through. Do you guys remember that song? Take me through. Dear Lord, take me through. Take me through. Dear Lord, take me through. Take me through. I want to go through. Dear Lord, I want to go through. I can't go by myself. Take me through. I can't go by myself. Take me through. I can't go by myself. Take me through. I want to go through. Dear Lord, I want to go through. Well, anyway, hallelujah. Looks like we're having some audio problems here. We're not recording remotely today. Praise God for that. We're in the studio and putting this message out for all those who have an ear to hear. All my friends in Germany, Indonesia, and abroad. Can't remember all the countries right now, but God bless you. So glad that you're listening. 
continue to listen. Share the link with a friend, relative, a neighbor. Because today, we're going to wrap up, hopefully, uh, if this recording doesn't stop right in the middle. Because uh, I notice as I'm doing the intro here that we're getting some negative signs here. Uh, it just stops and I have to restart it. So forgive me for the stops and restarts. If you hear a little bleak, a little mess up in there. All right. Amen. So let's pray and then we'll get started today. Dear Lord and Savior, thank you for this opportunity to share the word of God with those that are hungry, those that have an ear to hear, those that are thirsting after righteousness. Hallelujah, because you said they shall be filled. Lord, thank you for the Search for Truth Bible study and those that are attending and those that are receiving the word of God. Hallelujah. And learning the word of God and the truth of God's word. I pray over this society that we're living in, over the whole world, that your spirit dominates the world, Lord, because we need a Holy Ghost dominance in the world that we live in today. And bless all my family members, touch the family members out there. To those that's listening, keep your hand upon them and guide them into truth. Guide them into the light. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, amen. All right, so let's get to the results of repentance. Results of repentance. So if you've been listening to the series on repentance, then we you would by now, well, what's the point? What are the results of repentance? Uh, we went through what is repentance. We went to through uh, is repentance important to salvation? And of course it is. And then we went through how to repent and we covered several topics on how to repent because repentance is very important and how to repent. We covered conviction of sin. We covered godly sorrow. We covered the will to repent. We covered plead for mercy, confession to God, forsake all sin, ask God for forgiveness, receive God's forgiveness. And here we are now, uh, almost to the very, very end of this study that we're going through, the results of repentance. So the results of your repentance, it should bring great joy. And that's a happiness to the expected presence of God. That's a result of repentance. When Now, you guys may know the story of the prodigal son. This was a rich guy. Uh, uh, let me see. His dad was wealthy. And the prodigal son wanted to go out and get, dad gave him his inheritance or some money. And he wanted to go out and have a good time in the world. How many of you today or know people today that want to have a good time in the world? And they may have inherited some money some kind of way, been given a large sum of money and they go out into the world and they do whatever they do in the world until it's all gone. And then they come to themselves and they want to return back to whence the source of the money came from. 
And this is the sort of the story here with the prodigal son. When he realized he was down and out after he had a good time living and, and doing his thing in the world outside of the comfort of the father or his father, uh, this he decided to come back home. Now, there's a parallel here we could use as this in this story that the prodigal son uh, in Luke chapter 15, he uh, could be the type of a backslider that had backslidden. He got out from the presence of a safe presence of being with God and decided to go into the world. And once the world chewed him up, spit him out and abused him and misused him and confused him and to the point to where he was broken down on his luck and and and, and waddling in the pig's pen of the earth and he decides to come back to God to where it's safe, clean, and healthy. And this is what he did. Uh, you can read that story. It says this, I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. So we can read about this like I already said in the book of Luke. So when you repent, one person, one sinner Yes, we all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. But one person repents. Hallelujah. All heaven rejoices over that. There is great joy in knowing God's wonderful forgiveness when you repent and when you believe that God has forgiven you of repentance of your sins. I'm sorry. There's a new birth. So once you once you sin, and this is needed, the new birth experience is needed. It's essential for you to make it in to heaven. Hallelujah. So now the old sinful man is dead through repentance. Because once you go through this whole process of repenting and you die, you die to your repentance. Hallelujah. You die to the old man. Old things are passed away and behold, all things become new in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Once you accept the word of God, once you tell God, I'm sorry for my sins and you really, really mean it and you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost by the evidence of speaking in other tongues and you go down in the water. Hallelujah. Buried. The old man is buried, dead to those old ways of life and raised in the newness of life. Hallelujah. What a wonderful thing that is. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. So now that the old sinful man is dead through repentance, a believer is ready for the new birth. Are you a believer today? Are you somebody that hasn't been born again of the water and of the spirit? Hallelujah. You can read about that in John chapter three, uh, verses one through five. Amen. You got to have the baptism and the water. That's the new birth experience. Nicodemus, the story of Nicodemus, hallelujah, came to Jesus and wanted to know what he had to do. And Jesus gave him an answer, no doubt. And there's a water baptism that's also essential. Of course, following the, a death, there must be a burial. Now, I've always already mentioned it a little bit about three or four minutes ago, that once you die to your sins, you have to be Buried. Now in the church, I haven't heard this term used 
lately, but we used to use this in the church a lot where it says, come on, let's bury him because we're going to, this is the person getting ready to get baptized, not physically buried in dirt or in the ground, like in the grave, but this person is getting ready to be baptized in the magnificent name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. So we have to bury the old sinful man and we're putting them away. So, and the Bible tells us we are buried with him, meaning Jesus Christ, by baptism into death. That is Romans 6 and 4, and also in Colossians 2 and 12. Repentance must be followed by water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Hallelujah. There's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Praise God. I was teaching in the Search for Truth Bible study the other night, and the people I was teaching to, I just uh, had to ask the question, have you been? They said, I had to ask the question, had you been baptized? They said yes, but they said it was so long ago, I'm not sure what they said when they baptized me. Okay, well, let's go over a few scenarios. So I gave them the most popular scenario that's in uh, many, many churches today. Hallelujah. And it's not right. So I gave them, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. And that is not the biblical formula for baptism. Not at all. Because if you know, if you're reading the English language and it says in the name of. So what's the name? It's just that simple. Well, what's the name of the Father? What's the name of the Son? And what's the name of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit? Jesus said, I come in my Father's name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Jesus said, I uh, I and my Father are one. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Hallelujah. Anyway, there's more scriptures we can share on that topic. But this is not about the oneness of God at this point. Praise God. So anyway, so you have to be baptized and your sins washed away in the name of Jesus Christ. And there's many biblical examples in the book of Acts, chapter 8, 10 and 19, where people are being baptized that believed in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission or the forgiveness of sins. It's there. So the Holy Spirit baptism is 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 typical of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. This completes our new birth once we get the Holy Spirit baptism. So we have great joy. We got the new birth experience because now you're ready. You're a believer. You're ready for the new birth experience and you're ready for the water baptism. I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Those are the words that should be said when you're getting baptized. And then Jesus Christ would fill you with the Holy Ghost according to Acts chapter 2 verses 38 through 42 or 3. Hallelujah. Uh, this is the biblical mode of baptism which all the apostles and people after them used. Now it got mixed up during the council of Nicaea in 325 A.D., uh, as just the adversary working against the word of God, working against God's truth. But unfortunately, it took hold on society. And so most of society do not believe 
in baptism in the name of Jesus Christ today. Although in the earlier years of society, 16, 18, early 1900s, many people, Baptists, Methodists, Lutherans, they all believed in the baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. But that changed over time and people, uh, leaders, tried to interpret the Bible the way they felt needful to interpret the Bible and it just kind of messed everything up. So this completes our new birth. This makes uh, makes us a new person in Christ. Ezekiel prophesied about this glorious experience. Hallelujah. A new heart also I will give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. This is the Lord. This is the change that's going to take place once you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says all those that gladly received the word were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ (laughs) for the remission of their sins. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. And that's in 2 Corinthians uh, 5 and 17. Amen. Amen. So that concludes this. And that'll be the end. And uh, God bless and keep you. Thank you for listening. And keep on checking us out. As stay at intohisword.com. And God be with you. Until we meet again.